Welcome to the Finding Sustainability podcast. Today's insight clip is taken from our full interview with Marie-José Barragan in episode 18 of the podcast. Marie-José is the science director of the Charles Darwin Foundation on the Galapagos Islands in Ecuador. She oversees the organization's 20 marine and terrestrial research projects and is helping to make many of them interdisciplinary and inclusive of local stakeholder needs and knowledge. In this inside clip, she explains the multi-stakeholder and multidisciplinary agenda-setting processes guiding the Charles Darwin Foundation and their research activities on the Galapagos Islands. When you think about today, what are some of the main challenges on the Galapagos? What are driving the research questions and the scientific research programs that are being led at the Charles Darwin Foundation? And it would, then it would be great to hear what some of those programs are. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Charles Darwin Foundation uh, becomes 60 years this year. So we are now 60 years old. It means that we were um, created in 1959 at the time when the attention for Galapagos was a very different one as the one it is at present days. So we need to count that into, into consideration simply because the way we look at science and the way we look at nature substantially differs from the one the, the way scientists look at Galapagos at that time. So 1959, the Charles Darwin Foundation is created as an NGO. It's an international NGO, which was built to support um, decisions and policy making from the just-born National, Galapagos National Park. So we were born together, the Galapagos National Park Directorate and us. We were created in the same year, with weeks apart. So since then, we have been considered, and we still are considered, the scientific branch or the scientific um, support advisor agency for the National Park Directorate. In the early 60s, the science and the way scientists came and looked at the Galapagos uh, was more in track or driven by the interest of discovering the unknown the identifying the things were not were not known at that time, label the unknown things, discovering species, and basically inspired by this notion of taming the wild. 60s were also years of um, exploration and interest of people knowing that this nature paradise imagined area were also part of the potential interest for first and early tourists to come into to the island. So afterward term meant for some wealthy people started looking out of their own countries and exploring areas like uh, this archipelago to, to go and, and, and have uh, time to, to enjoy this nature and wilderness in the way they imagine it. So this notion of wilderness and this notion of discovering the new motivated early explorers uh, in the early 20th century to come to Galapagos and start doing research with that uh, perspective. So at the very beginning, and, and some years ago, until some years ago, the main motivation and the main research focus of researchers coming to Galapagos have been natural sciences and earth physical uh, exact sciences. So motivations from researchers in the 50s and 60s needed to be adapted and needed to be evaluated in how now our institution is going into the 61st anniversary. So since my arrival um, and in 2016, 
we can consider as a breaking point between the after and, and before between in, in Charles Darwin history, simply because we signed an agreement in 2016. We signed an agreement with the government, with the state of Ecuador, for the third time in history, which allows us to be here, to be using this space, and to continue being uh, the NGO in Galapagos uh, dimension. So since 2016, with this agreement in mind, we are mandated to fulfill the National Park objectives following the management plan for the National Park, but also fulfilling these agreement uh, articles and also getting those linked into a more global scale, which are the sustainable development goals. So now we have, from the normative perspective, a local and national and global instruments that guide our, our work. However, the, the reassessment or re-evaluation of what science is and what science does and, and what science should do into the current and future scenarios for Galapagos needed to be also reflected on. And we did a very interesting exercise upon my arrival into how and what the science agenda from Charles Darwin Station should is, is and should be like. So since then, since the last year, we have been doing internal exercises and, and very active and participative processes <clears throat> within some local stakeholders and partner institutions into identifying critical aspects of critical areas where we want to invest more time uh, at doing research in the future. And these are, uh, from that perspective, a more complex way to look at problems and a more uh, diverse way to look at issues and challenges threatening the conservation and sustainability of this archipelago. Mm -hmm. Since that, or from that standpoint, now we are really looking into projects and project proposals being negotiated with donors into a more complex way. So we are trying to shift a little bit the focus onto species, from species, from flag species, into a more comprehensive concepts as uh, sustainability and even as the challenges like globalization, climate change, um, pollution, ocean, ocean governance, and so on. So due to the fact that we depend 100% upon donations, we run a budget fully supported by donations, we also need to fulfill the donors' uh, interests and the donors' focus into what they want to invest the money in. So despite that situation, we still need to adapt our agenda into a more um, effective and to a more legitimate aspect to, to do our research, integrating now more social aspects into the agenda. Since then, we have been restructuring and rethinking and reflecting on how to better integrate these social dimensions into the research we do, and we still consider and we still believe uh, natural sciences research, pure scientific research is still really valuable, really legitimate and really helpful and urgent. Uh, however, we also consider now social sciences research as a, a substantial important part of the, the task we need to fulfill. And this is not only due to our interests as an institution, but also this is also the mandate from the National Park Directorate and the management plan for the protected areas in Galapagos that aligns to the national um, policy for research. So these are more or less what and how we, we are now framing our research agenda 
the question is to what extent we can we can follow with the, with the line into getting attention from donors to to donate us in that sense simply because as you mentioned earlier Galapagos have, has always been imagined as the wildlife and, and, and wilderness destination and therefore the, the human side has been not explicitly mentioned or not even always present so this is a bit of, of a challenge how to to motivate donors into what we need uh, to, to address currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it fascinating, this uh, process of agenda setting, which you mentioned that you have a more of a multi-level process where you have local and then, and then state and then perhaps international donors. And I wonder what the tipping point was for shifting the agenda setting process towards more maybe from a top-down into a more stakeholder inclusion process. For you, what was the what was the tipping point in, in, in trying to, to guide uh, the process of agenda setting within the organization to include stakeholders? And was there any pushback from the government agencies or any of the donors who were involved? Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't claim so. I, I would say that is a coincidence between my background. I'm, I, I was already um, convinced from that necessity uh, early enough. And since I got, I got into the social sciences dimension and I was really... And, uh, trained and, and, and sensitive enough to, to recognize the necessity. So I, I wouldn't claim it's my, it's my contribution alone, but it coincided with the, the institution necessity and also uh, from the National Park Management Plan objectives and the national agenda for research that we need to count more into the human side because there is evidence that proves that working isolatedly and, and working with a, within one disciplinary frame is not the way we should do and we should go, simply because the complexities in Galapagos are so large and the scale at which they are occurring are so important that one single discipline cannot solve and cannot answer all the questions we have. So we need to shift that. And the tipping point, I would say, is basically the urgency into the challenges against the conservation of this archipelago, knowing that local communities depend upon those uh, natural capital assets. So we need to recognize that the natural capital from Galapagos depend upon the urgency and actions that we could take as a scientist or as research station or as even managers and decision makers. So the tipping point basically is the necessity, I would say, and the urgency of, of the challenges we are, are faced to. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Twitter or on our website if you're interested in sharing or further engaging with the content or requesting guests. You can also listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, and it can also be streamed from our website. This podcast is part of a larger project called the Environmental Social Science Network, www.essnetwork.net. On the website, you will find further resources, and we welcome those interested in becoming involved or hosting their own projects on the site to contact us.